0: 34 for October 2014 and if you're a fan of this show and our website I'd appreciate your support uh, so far in October we've had one donation of support uh, and however our numbers and our bandwidth numbers are on the rise so one does not match the other so I'd appreciate your support because the bills definitely keep coming in so if you could uh, log on to the front page of the spider-man look for a button on the right hand side that says support this site via PayPal and you can ensure that more podcasts come out each and every month so far i think we're up to about four this month with more on the way all right on with the show okay time to tackle message board questions the first one from chattasaurus rex seven posts on the board uh thanks for asking us a question right off the top. He says, "Hey guys, my question is to all the hosts." Just kidding, BD. <laughs> uh I like that. Anyway, my question is to the panel, what is the coolest piece of Spider-Man memorabilia that you own and if if any. And sorry if this question's been asked previously. I love the podcast and keep up the great work. <laughs> Chatosaurus Rex, the um coolest piece that I own, a lot of people uh notice uh, my Spider-Man head bust. I've got a big, huge Spider-Man life-size head bust. G- George, you saw it when you came over here.
1: Yeah, and I've got a similar one. It's like the Ramita one. It's based off of Ramita. I think we may have the same one, Brad. I
0: think we have the yeah, same I think one. it's the same one. Alex, yeah, Alex Ross uh, one. That looks cool. So, uh Mike, you got anything weird in the house? Um Not particularly. I'm not uh, really big on
2: on the memorabilia thing. I mean, unless. I think the closest thing I used to have was probably a, uh, was an original Secret Wars uh, Spider-Man in his black costume action figure, but then that got lost. But
0: one one thing I like, yeah. uh, I got at the Chicago Comic Con a couple years ago. It's an Alex Savick original print oh, of Mary nice. Jane kissing Spider-Man upside down. It says "To Brad on the Spider-Man crawl space." I like
3: I like that. Oh, nice! That's really good. So that's cool.
0: Jay, are you any weird Spider things in the office or the house or anything?
3: Well, I mean, if you're talking about, you know, actual arachnids, then you probably, yeah, a lot of, which you'll find out if you buy this house, you'll find a lot of weird spider things. (laughs) Uh, But, um, you know, I don't think I've got anything that cool or awesome, but I kind of looked in the cabinet where I've got some stuff stored because I don't have anything displayed now. It's all kind of in a cabinet. And I I would say probably the, the stuff that I think is the most, Interesting is uh, I've got like uh, the cloth action doll action figures of from the first Spider-Man movie where the faces are Tobey Maguire and and Willem Dafoe. Yeah. yeah, they're I mean they're licensed. They're unique, you know. I mean there's nothing else like them. You know I mean. Because they're the faces of the actors, their cloth costumes. Of course, the thing is the Green Goblin's backpack is so heavy he can't stand on his own. Uh, but uh, you know they're you not ever they're ever not that any... particularly well made, but they're they're unique. Uh, and so I, I I'd probably say that.
0: Do you ever have a Migos chair?
3: Uh, I, I had Amigo Spider Man years yeah. ago, but you know this would have been the '70s, and he's 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 long gone.
0: I was actually able to find my Spider-Man Mego at my grandparents and brought it back. Oh, wow. So, also found my original Secret Wars figures, too. Oh, cool. So I a- and fun. you know when Brad found
1: that, that the Spider-Man Amigo toy was like, When somebody loved me,
0: oh. <laughs> 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 everything was beautiful. It's like I found my Woody. No, no wait a minute. Oh. That sounds bad. <laughs>
1: oh, God. I regret was waking up story. today.
0: That was a story, uh, George. Uh, your Spider-Man bust—is that the most impressive, or what? What do you think? Is the... I, I've got a lot of uh, yeah.
1: Marvel statues Stats? and busts. Yeah, and uh, I've got the full-size Spider-Man that's based off the Remita design that Bowen did when Bowen originally did their their first stuff um, before they lost it to Dynamic Forces and then got it back. Um, <laughs> and I also have that one bust of Spidey where it's like half Peter Parker and half Spidey. Mm-hmm. You know I've got that one and um I think those are those are some of my favorites. Um but yeah that I mean that big see the thing about that bust is is my apartment is so full I've never had a place to put it. Mm. You know and because you know it it's got to be I remember one time I had a girlfriend and I was like you know where should I put this and she was like well nowhere. <laughs> because and damn. that's why she's no longer your girlfriend.
0: <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: and uh... so
0: buddy loves me yeah.
3: <laughs> so i uh... It's like babe, you, merit, you take me you take spidey with me so yeah take yeah. me take
0: my, my spidey please uh, please take
1: me and spidey
0: take my web shooter please whip me uh, yes uh, <laughs> moving on hornacek our buddy in canada hi guys question for everybody what comic books have you loved in the beginning, but they eventually became a burden to read to the point where you <laughs> stopped enjoying them? He didn't say, with the exception of Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What? What? What started strong ended bad. Um. Anybody? I went well for my case. I wouldn't say it ended
2: bad. I just kind of got bored with it. Um. I think it was. Um, Back when they were when they were launching the new fifty two, and um, I think it was with, with uh, Jeff Lemire's Animal Man, um, I was actually kind of digging where that thing was going. But after a while, I just for whatever reason just said, eh. I just kind of kind of started started losing interest with it when it started crossing over with Swamp Thing. Although the Swamp Thing was actually pretty good as well. I just I just kind of just it wasn't so much that that I thought it was, it was terrible. It just kind of like, eh, I was just kind of starting to lose interest, you know,
0: which is kind of happens sometimes. It, it. I think for me, the best example of a recent book that did that to me is, uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Mm, yeah. It, I, I started, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of interesting. He wants to build the team. He wants it to, to get bigger. Now, every other month, another earth is shattering into another earth. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And, the new Avengers title is actually more interesting than the other Avengers title. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but, I mean it's, uh, it's it's getting to a point where you can kind of tell that this is a sort of you know with this whole that this is supposed to be kind of wrapping up his run on Avengers. It's kind of like oh, about kind of time that it's kind of starting to happen. An,
0: another uh, recent example that comes to mind is uh, Uncanny Avengers. Oh, I like yeah. the idea, I like the idea of uh, the X Men and the Avengers forming a team. But now uh, Scarlet Witch died, uh, Rogue died, everybody died. They get better the next issue. Yeah. I, I just it, it's very confusing. Yeah, and then anybody course,
2: else? It, yeah, and of course, it's leading into that Axis thing now. I don't know if you've right. seen the latest one of the of Uncanny Twenty Five, Avengers Twenty Five.
0: I'm I'm like two or three behind on that. Oh, one okay. Like like Hornet Six says, it's a chore to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, George or Jr. Any books that come to mind that, that you liked in the beginning? of The chore now to Web read the Spider-Man
1: started really strong and then fizzled out. Like yes. a, I mean, got bad fairly quickly after it had started. Well, I don't say bad. It went through different levels of mediocrity, but then I mean, by the end, it was just it, it was it was time. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Well, George, if you had more to say, go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, go ahead, George. No, the other one I'm thinking of is that one from, oh, God, the, two th- the early 2000s or so. It, 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 remember after they relaunched ASM and then, you know, they had PPSM and they brought in that third one? What was it called? Webs or something like that? No, or, oh, uh, Tangled Web. Tangled Web. Tangled yeah. Web started off and was interesting and then got stupid.
0: <laughs> well, no, I thought it started stupid and got better because it had that horrible uh, who wrote The Punisher? Garth Ennis story?
3: But I, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about, the the, the, yeah. the the Thousand or something like that. Yeah, that, oh, that's right. I hated that. Ooh, is that how
1: it started? Yeah, that's yeah. how it started. Ooh, okay, I may have been wrong. But I
0: haven't read it in 12
3: years. There was, there was years. a
0: similar title, Web Spinners. It started off really with poor art, but J.M.D. Mateus started it. But I think I liked Web Spinners better because it had a good DeFalco friend's black suit, not 80s era Silver Sable story in it with Spidey. Anyway. Uh, oh, we didn't get to JR. what's the book that started strong and you hated it at the end
3: <laughs> I was about to say uh, at least about three times in the last 40 years has been Amazing Spider-Man uh-huh. but uh, <laughs> out, out, That's true, dude. outside of that though I, you know I'd say the Star Trek licensed comics um, but the thing is except for the first DC run and the early part of the second DC run where Peter David was writing them yeah. they've just not been very good and I, I just I mean I collected them all for a while, but you know now, you know I don't get any of the IDW stuff, and I haven't in years. And and um, I, was, I was trying to think of who, you know, they had like a bunch of uh, other miniseries, you know, at four bucks a pop. They just aren't they aren't very good, and it's like I, I just don't know what it is that, that that the they can't get Star Trek right. But right. so anyway,
0: probably because they can't change much canon.
3: I think it's the problem. That's probably part of it, but. Yeah. You well, know,
0: technically, since
2: they've rebooted Trek now, I mean, you can technically they don't really have that worry have to worry about that
3: problem necessarily. there's
0: actually a solicit JR that I thought looked kind of interesting. I almost ordered it where Q interacts with the crisp Pine, you
3: Yeah, that's going on right now, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. Are you reading it? No, I no.
3: I I'm not reading it. Um uh,
0: Yeah, I have not either.
3: You know, it's like I said, I I'm, I'm just not going to invest the money in it. You know, it's like the thing
0: Lava121 has two posts on the board, so uh, congr- thanks for joining. I appreciate it. Uh, he, uh, he or she, I, I don't know, Lava is can be a guy or a gal. Hey guys, first post. Okay, I was wondering, since DC's Batman 66 is getting so popular, how do you feel of Marvel doing the same with their old live-action shows? Maybe a Spider-Man 77 <laughs> comic strip based off the stories from the old 77 show? And add more seventy seven style stories <laughs> that could have happened in the show. Adapted into the comic book with the the old Hulk show. I would buy a Bill Bixby <laughs> seventy seven Spider Man crossover. Spider Man didn't have any enemies yeah. <laughs> in seventy seven show. Well not like, uh,
1: not
2: he didn't have any supervillains.
0: He didn't have any supervillains. He had street. Like, well he uh, did was like like however just a sniper.
2: However, yeah, Spider Man in that T V show did have a clone.
0: He did have a clone. He did have an evil
2: clone in that.
0: But Batman 66 was just so much better done. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, he had had his rogues gallery. Spider-Man didn't have a rogues gallery, so that show is not as fondly remembered, uh, with the exception of uh, the folks like myself that – We'd never seen a live action Spider Man. I think that's what the appeal of that show is: the, mm-hmm. seeing a live action Spider Man climb a wall. Right mm-hmm. now,
2: he asked also asked about the old. Would you, would you pick now, Brad? Would you, since you're a Hulk fan, would you pick up the uh, Bill Bixby Hulk comic if they did a style of something like that?
0: I, I I guess. Well, well, I'd like the series to wrap up. I'd like to see an ending of that show.
2: Mm-hmm. Because, and, and
0: I take it you don't you don't want to
2: count the death of the Incredible Hulk.
0: TV. Well, no, because <laughs> he got sick before he could get the Hulk better. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but no, the, the original, if you go to Kenneth Johnson's website, who was the producer of the original Hulk TV show, he said that he wished that CBS would have given, given him a heads up mm-hmm. so he could have wrapped up his series. And the, the, the idea that he had was to have, put Banner on trial. Yeah. for the murder of the uh, the gal in the in the pilot episode. Oh yeah. Week. And uh I think that would have been great. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been great to wrap it up. I wish Bill Bixby was still around to to do one more show mm-hmm. to wrap it up. But yes, I would buy a Hulk 77 book and being the completest, I would probably buy the Spider-Man <laughs> 77. because I bought I bought uh, Marvel Knights Spider-Man. You think I'm going I'm going to pass up a Spider-Man 77 show? No. <laughs> Uh, JR's favorite Tyson uh, <laughs> location. Uh, JR's list, as usual, to the whole panel. Mix and match the Spider-Man villains' power sets. Given Norman's love of psych uh, psychologically torturing Pete, do you think he would have uh, made good use of Mysterio's knack of illusions and disorientation? Do you think Mark Raxton? Would have been more of a threat if, due to his greed, he'd volunteered to become the scorpion instead of having molten metal accidentally spilled on him. Essentially, the civilian character motivations stay the same. Norman is insane. Otto is egomaniac. Flint Marco is a two-bit crook. Yet they decide to go slightly different routes with their alter egos. Which villain do you think would have worked well with another villain's power set? Norman Osborn with arms. What do you think of that? Yeah, this is such a fascinating no. question, actually.
2: I mean, this is a, this is one of those things where you
0: have an answer for it, though, Mike. <laughs> I don't, I mean, you're, you're just
2: trying to. I'm just. I was kind of thinking of the possibilities that you can do. I mean, on, on the one hand, you're kind of, almost immediately you start thinking of similar villains, like for instance, I mean, Sandman. Well, Sandman and Hydro Man, they both kind of have similar power sets, even though they're they're working. One works with sand, one works water, and they're kind of saying. And I almost kind of think like, what would the Chameleon be like if he had Mysterio's? Uh, Staying about what the illusion, saying that that kind of fits a little bit there too, and um, well, Rhino the like, himself is an illusion. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that and would it, work with the stereo. Yeah, Alexi, like having the Rhino actually be uh, a Doctor Octopus instead. You know, well in
0: Ultimate Spider-Man they can they put Norman Osborn in the Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> technically that yeah. Ultimate.
2: And yeah, and then you got that Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon mm-hmm. where
0: Harry became Venom. Yeah, and they put Norman Osborn and Tidy Whitey's Jr. But <laughs> 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 so they did it. Jr. Any thoughts on this answer? On this question, uh, He's your nemesis? So go ahead. Yeah, yeah,
3: no, I, yeah, I, I thought it was a good question, even though he's still, uh, he's still on my list uh but I, I think i think in, he used the best example already though norman and the Mysterio. but even then norman had hallucinogenics as well i mean if you uh Dude. remember um the spectacular spider-man number two which became King's spider-man annual number nine i mean he had psychedelic pumpkins and you know yeah. of that nature so <laughs> yeah <laughs> psychedelic pumpkins sonic toads wow. you know razor bats uh, you know and flying broomstick you know norms had it all uh it sonic toads. Are weird, yeah. So, <laughs> so um uh, the ghost yeah, I, thing. I, I, I can It's a good question, but I really can't. I can't think of one. Um Because yeah. really, when, once you get down though below the um, the, the biggies, you know the A listers, and maybe even some of the B listers. I mean, Mark Raxton and and uh, Mac Gargan. They're, they're inter- you know Max Dillon. They're interchangeable. They're, I mean, they're all they're all straw men. What
0: what about mixing Eddie Brock with uh, Craven?
3: No, uh, no, no! But I tell you, you mentioned Brock. This even though yeah. the Punisher is not a Spider-Man villain per se, he made his first appearance in Spider-Man. The what if idea that had Venom, the symbiote, joining with the Punisher to mm-hmm. me makes mm-hmm. all the sense in the world. Even yeah. though the story had some execution problems, it's like when you think of when you think of, that makes sense. That yeah. may, that's that's a logical pairing, you know. Why, why is you know because you know why why is the Venom symbiote pining for Peter Parker when he doesn't want him? The Punisher will take him. You know? Yeah. Well, it's a similar thing a little bit where he went with Flash, where he's a soldier.
2: Yeah. The other yeah. the other thing is too. I mean, um, the Spectacular Spider Man cartoon kind of did this with uh, Tombstone. If you look at the Tombstone, they called him the Big Man. In that show, okay. not to spoil anything, but also he was almost kind of almost was the cane pen of that
3: show, essentially. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he had to be, I think, didn't he, because they couldn't like Because,
0: yeah, at the time they didn't have the license. Daredevil, Daredevil had the rights, yeah. yeah. Big Al from Edgeware. All, if you were reviewing the wedding annual the same way you review modern books, what would be your pros, your cons, and your grade? Let's take us back to 1987. Yes. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number 21, pros, he got married after years of us thinking that he should be, I guess. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Uh, Cons? uh, Con would be, I would be strange to say, I don't think it should have been the engagement thing should have been just put in one annual. This almost felt like this could have been like a story, ongoing storyline that they could have gone for a couple of
0: months. Yeah, it was very quick. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand why they had to kind of cram it all in this one <coughs> annual because they wanted to time it with the newspaper strip and
0: everything. But when I remember correctly, Amazing Two Ninety, he proposed. Is that right? You know, yeah.
1: Can you actually and, read those, and you know where the mm-hmm. where where it's going to end up. Oh sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's not it's not that big of a leap.
2: Oh no, okay. not, I'm she, just talking about the actual part where they're where. Not before the proposal itself. I'm just talking about the What because the annual itself, it's like okay, here they are. They've gotten engaged and they have like their wedding in like within a week. I know that kind of stuff happens. I'm just saying that that, that part showing that Peter and Mary Jane engaged and having to work out. Oh, maybe he's looking into like you know, by you know, doing the wedding planning and everything. But he's got to do Spider Man stuff or doing other kind of stuff that could have been a story ongoing storyline if they chose.
1: Well, the the, the thing is that well.
2: These are two people. Consider, yeah.
1: consider this: that had already dated years before. Right. That had already dated on and off. That were already close. Hell, she had a key to his apartment already. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So you know, this is why for me, and I'm not saying you're saying this, Mike. I'm just saying all this time when people are like, "Well, the wedding was rushed," is such total and complete bullshit.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, mean it, I, like, it is
1: the biggest.
0: Uh, False well, it happened within a couple months within after the proposal, right? But That's yo, what I but, was you, but in but in the lead up to that, you
2: can kind of see that they were doing that. I mean, even with um, when she when Mary Jane was brought back, I think uh, I think it was it was what was it? Um, whatever issue that 243. was, two forty three. Yeah, and then they get married. That was in eighty three, and then they get married in eighty seven. So and that all that time, you can kind of see that there was this whole will they or won't they kind of all you know. They're oh we're just friends but we could but they they're implying that it could easily be more that whole thing was going on all throughout um through those two, three through those three years and everything so
1: well you know um, I mean here, here's
2: the thing if they had stretched it out yeah
1: how, com- how compelling was oh Spider and Mary Jane are going to sample wedding cakes today. <laughs> how, how compelling is that?
2: Somebody's getting married. But the scorpion has other ideas. I mean... Well, yeah. I'm just saying, they could have... I mean, that could have been a possible story oh, they could have done. Funny. But, you know, funny. you know... George wants
1: a done in One, all right? <laughs> well, it, it, it made the most sense, man. I mean, these two people... Yeah. So like these two kids just nudge them together and let them – I mean
2: – Oh, it, I get what you're saying too. Yeah. There's,
1: I mean there's been things before when – there was one time there was this one chick and I realized that we were in love and that we'd been friends. This was a long time ago back when I still had a heart. But um, <laughs> but you know we had been friends for the longest time, and then suddenly we were like – I mean there wasn't anything after that. I mean we were both like we want to be together like right now. hmm there wasn't anything else. There wasn't like, oh, let's keep dating and yada yada. We were like, okay, we realize this now. We're we're just we're like a couple instantly, like right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's usually how it goes down with everybody, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so for me, I I never batted an eye. I was like, at the time, and 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 maybe Jr. can back me up on this. I don't know. I was like, all of this makes sense.
3: Oh, all I, of it I made
1: sense. It made sense. Jr. Am I
2: wrong?
3: um well uh, that's an open that's a very open-ended question george but uh well, a lot of things but uh, uh no, i mean no the, the whole idea of peter parker and spider <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A, little bit, a little bit a little bit, too, bit too much metamucil there Um uh, <laughs> no the the idea of peter mary jane getting married and, and i did think it was a little bit rushed but the reason I thought it was rushed is because when people get married I mean they didn't even have the kid discussion and oh, yeah they they didn't That's even true. have the discussion and, and and I know that again it's you know you have to be careful how you write it but you know I mean Peter had a unique physiology i mean it' just yeah, you know, I don't want to get into the laying a thousand eggs of cancer, you know, thing like in Spider-Man oh. Rain. Oh, in Spider-Man Rain.
0: Well, oh, I thought you were <laughs> going to reference the, the adjectiveless uh, – Fifteen with uh, the talk with the beast. Well,
3: yeah. See, that's it. They didn't have the ba- they didn't have the kid talk until after they were married. And, th- right. and the, 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 here's the thing: like the brand new before. Well, before brand new day, one more day where Mary Jane tells Peter, oh, "I always wanted to have kids," and Peter says, "Well, you never told me that." And
4: like
3: <laughs> again, again, another one of those WTF moments where it's like, you, "Do you live in the same world that I do?" Uh, so that th- that was kind of missing in in it, you. Either the lead up or, you know, because again, here's the thing. When I got married, my wife and I had to have blood tests for the RH factor. And I guess, you know, you youngins have told me that Bailey or whatever have told me that they don't do that anymore. But we had to have a blood test. I I didn't have to have a blood test. We had to. I don't know. Maybe it's a state thing. Maybe, you know, Indiana required it. But we had to have a blood test to see whether if we were to make sure we were both, you know, RH positive. And it's like. Well, if Peter had to have a blood test, how the hell did he? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> what did he do? Did he, you know, he well, you know, it's not like you can't have someone pee in a cup for you for that one, you know. Uh. So, so there were, you know, the, the radioactive blood. So there were some things that I thought, you know, no, no, dramatically these should have been hashed out. Right. But but overall, oh. I liked it, and, and, and yeah, I, I did too. And yeah. See, that's the thing. I think virtually. Most This is the thing. Most Spider-Man fans thought it was logical. And even those who didn't like the marriage, who preferred a single Peter Parker, they didn't Mm -hmm. loathe the marriage. They didn't say, you know, God, we hate this marriage. We hate Mary Jane. We hate the idea. It's like, well, no, we just don't like this idea. But, yeah, we see how it happened. We see how it works. Marvel and the writers are the only ones Mm -hmm. who had a problem with that thing.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. Why what would we, we give that, well, that on our message
1: boards? You had a lot of the people who were pro brand new day, who were always saying that shit that the marriage was forced, that it was all you know the big yeah. sham, it shouldn't have happened, and they were always talking about how they felt like the marriage was forced. And what you, I got, well, you always, talk
3: about a forced relationship? How about Carly Cooper? And now now I, that call, is yeah, a, I know, and yeah. I
0: used to always correct them because they were wrong. Yeah. What would we give this book as a grade? It's kind of hard to do when we go back in time. Yeah, I, I, I give it
2: for, a B. Yeah, I'd probably give it about maybe a B, B plus I think yeah. I would have given it an A, except
1: I don't know now because apparently it never happened. <laughs> well, technically
2: you'd still find pages of it in the first part of One Moment of no, Time. Don't know. I, I'd
0: have, to, I'd have no. to give it an A also because I, I read that annual so much when I was a kid back in eighty seven. I mean I was like, this is life changing for our character. This is so I was cool. happy
1: for, for Spider Man.
0: Oh, I was I've kidding. always said that growing up Spider Man was kinda like a big brother to me.
1: I was I was deliriously happy for him. Mm -hmm. I was like, my God! I I was like, this is the payoff. This is the one thing he gets. This is the happy ending for a tragedy. No, it's not a happy. He doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't get. He gets the girl. Doesn't get paid. All he does is get shit on in the media. His entire life is often a shambles just for him doing the right thing. This. This is the one thing. This is the thing he keeps doing it. You know, and coming back home every night is because this. Was his one? This was this one thing, this one this ray this of light. Is win. This is, is his point. win. He yeah. went,
0: He won one. Yeah, yeah, until
1: Joe Quesada he got his panties in a bunch about it.
0: George <laughs> and Brad, Silk, and the other characters, of Amazing Spider-Man have been taking the spotlight away from Peter oh, for a while. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. doubt about some issues. Yeah. People have observed that when Otto and Miles Morales took over from Peter, the quality of the Six One Six and Ultimate Spider books increased. With all this in mind, do you think Marvel creators, despite one more day and brand new day, etc., are starting to get bored with Peter Parker? I think Dan Slott is. I don't. I don't know that it's that he's gotten bored of Peter Parker so much as his writing style has gotten. Bored. So I, I,
1: I think it's Dan Slott may may think, well, how come people can't see my genius when I write Peter Parker? And I, I'm being dead serious. I'm I'm basing that off of everything I've ever read of Slott before and. And what it seems like his motivations are. I remember I recently when people had a problem – well, when he brought up uh, the whole Carly thing, he was like, well, you know, these characters don't ever get a chance. And I'm like, well, you know, you created Anna Maria, and people loved her because right. you let that happen naturally. Right. So um, – I, I just think it's it, it's a case of people that I don't know that it's, they're getting bored with Peter. Some of them, and I, I'll still maintain this. Dan Slott doesn't have the first clue on how to write on how to write Peter Parker, on how to write a Peter Parker that meshes with everything that's gone before. Other writers don't have a problem with it. Peter David could do it in his sleep. Yeah, J.M. DeMatteis could do it in his sleep, but for some reason. When, when Sly gets there, it's automatically well he's going to act this way because this is what I want for the story, and it doesn't mesh with what, what we know of the character, and that's why it's been so it's been so I, abrasive. I mean, abrasive is maybe a, a an abrasive word. Abrasive is an abrasive word. Abrasive is. Uh, but I going to say abrasive.
0: To everyone, are there any runs on Spider-Man which you realize in hindsight were better than you originally thought? I found that. With the stuff post uh, One More Day, Michelinie's early run, Peter David's friendly, and Sakasa's sensational runs are actually better than I thought, even if it's because they're just not inoffensive.
1: I was going to say uh, Sakasa's sensational, and what reminded me yeah. of it, Brad, was when we just recently did Stegron on Fight Club.
0: I, I would agree with that. I, I it, it was that book was more of the third run Spider-Man. You got through Civil War, you got through Peter David's stuff, and then you got to Sakasa, mm-hmm. and he got he kind of got overlooked. And and reading that Stegron story, I would agree it, that ca- kind of overlooked. Uh, how about Denny O'Neill's stuff, Jr.?
3: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to answer this question. You know, I was going to yeah. say not really because I think what I liked then I like now, and what I loathed then I loathed now. Uh, right. I, I, but, you know, I mean, because, you know, we, we all like Roger Stern's run. Well, we all liked Roger Stern's run and what was happening, you know. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. I will say that going back and when I kind of did a, an old essay, uh, I was surprised how monumental Jerry Conway's run really was. Mm-hmm. You know, when you saw everything that happened, you said, holy crap. I mean, this, in three years, this guy packed in a lot of, you know, uh, Character-changing moments, and he started, and then you know, finding out that he started when he was nineteen. So I, it, it's, you know, not that everything was gold, but even his silly moments, like you know, Aunt May Mary, and Doctor Octopus, is is still remembered and 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 mm-hmm. frequently referenced, just no because doubt. it is so bad. Uh, it, it just, I was just kind of surprised. It's, it truly it really is a monumental run. It's a shame that uh, he came back and was like, what the hell is this?
0: In the web stuff yeah. in the spec, yeah uh I w- to everyone, I was randomly thinking about this the other day, but could g a viable way, but could a viable way to bring Gwen Stacy back be uh-huh. as a spider man villainous, sort of like Bucky the winter soldier, or would it be better to leave her dead yes, there you, you, you I, answer, I think, he answered his own question, yeah you guys have all yeah she's a better dead character, however. Like we mentioned earlier on another episode, uh, Marvel is getting its cake and eating it, too, by having having her as a hero and having the Gwen Stacy character there. There is no way to consistently
1: be true to the character of Gwen Stacy and bring her back now and have her be likable. Gwen Stacy was a bipolar psychopath. (laughs) 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 And if they bring her back now and suddenly she's peaches and cream... <laughs> you know, because it, because that's what we got with Emma Stone, and, and we said that when we reviewed the movie, Emma Stone's version of Gwen Stacy does not exist anywhere well, in the her. comics.
2: Well, yeah, her, her, her. yeah, Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy is a much
1: better character. Let than us not try to her. resurrect a character that I'm sorry was really insecure and batshit crazy, <laughs> just because everyone loves Emma
2: Stone. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's talking about well, he's talking about possibly bringing Gwen back as a potential villain. So maybe that. That aspect of her, George, could if she comes back and she's like, and and she's just, I mean, she's like Arkham Asylum nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That would be
1: consistent, but no, she's better dead because here's the thing: she's she's one of his greatest failures. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he needs he for a man who is all about responsibility. He needs those over his head. He needs Uncle Ben over his head. He needs Gwen's ghost always looking over over overlooking his shoulder. Oh yeah, these are things he doesn't need to lose. When you when you take that away, you've taken away something from the core character.
0: Mm-hmm. What? They, a way to get around that is the kids. You could bring the... No, uh, G- no. Gabriel. Oh, Joe, God, Jomo, stop. I just had all right, I just, just had all right. a
2: horrible thought of what if Spider-Gwen meets the Stacy twins.
0: Dude, that's issue three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to everyone, what do you guys think of Spider-Man during the House of M event, both the main event and his mini? Looking back, I think it was awful.
2: Yeah, it was very skewed.
0: It was, uh, well... You don't have to worry about him now because
2: he's dead, because uh-huh. cause, cause, um, Karn killed him off in that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he dead? Yeah. yeah it's the they killed him in the first issue, Brad. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's so many of those. <laughs> I, I I like the idea of him married to Gwen with a ki- – they had a kid, didn't they? Yeah, yes. they did. I
1: guess after she got out of the psych ward.
0: <laughs> after after an extended stay at – Turned at into a villainous, yeah. Uh, To all who remember the event, what was the general fan reaction to the wedding when it was first announced happened in the book at the time? Well, that was 87. That was Um, (laughs) pre-internet. I didn't didn't really have any spider friends in uh, 87 to talk about the wedding. The people
1: who I knew, because I had friends in high school and junior high that were reading back then. Um, And they all liked it. I mean no one said – no one ever said, I can't believe they just did this. Everybody was like – it made sense for the character. When you have a character whose main motivation, the central thesis of the character is responsibility, there is no bigger responsibility than getting married
0: except having a kid. Reactions to the wedding back in '87. Well, I, I
3: don't. You know, like you said, uh, I don't remember any because we don't really had didn't really have the internet, and you know, yeah. not only did I not have any Spider friends, but I didn't have any friends. Uh, <laughs> so, but but I, I you know, like I said, as as time went on, though, you know, it pretty well seemed that most Spider Man fans were in favor of it, or if right. they weren't, even if they weren't in favor of it, saw that 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 it, it made sort of sense. You know, again, only only Marvel didn't.
0: That's the wonders of the Internet. We can all discuss it now, that, unlike we could then. Mike, 87, how old were you? Oh, gosh, I think I might have been – I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I wasn't – I think
2: I might have been 12 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you I read mean, that
0: issue in 87? Yeah, or?
2: I mean, and I, and okay. honestly, I mean, that's when I was kind of starting actually, you know – I mean, I was exposed to Spider-Man before and everything, but I was just starting to kind of get into him for the past like uh, maybe a year or so, like that. So, in a way, I I didn't really have that sense of history at the time, and so I really didn't mind. I mean, when I found out, oh, he's actually getting married, I was surprised by it, and I didn't mind it. I thought, yeah, oh, I didn't mind it either. Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay, so, you know, kind of make you know. Plus the fact that what? she was – plus the fact I did recognize Mary Jane from the uh, Invasion of the Dragon Man uh, comic, so, so – Oh. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I'm like, oh, uh, uh, Web Century with the very disturbing avatar of uh, Doc, Doc Ock, Ock naked. i mean, going to have
2: nightmares now. That now. is usually <laughs> the most disturbing avatar I've
0: ever seen since i uh, let, me, let me describe it because this is audio. Uh, Doc Ock is naked. His arms are covering his man boobs and his – uh little, His other Ock. <laughs> Yeah, uh anyway, he's his location is Stoke on the Tr- Stoke oh, <laughs> Stoke-, oh. Stoke on the Trent, England. Oh my All right. God. <laughs> Brad, when you get people over to your house, how do you how do people look at your Spider-Man shrine? If so what items do they tend to comment on or do they find interesting? Um people often notice the Spider-Man toilet paper. I often show that to them. They think that's very odd and cool. Uh they also notice I have a uh I I have a Mary Jane Barbie in the wedding dress to tie all this wed- all this wedding conversation together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a uh, – my day job is a reporter, and several years ago I interviewed a uh, children's book author in town. And it's well known that I like Spider-Man, so as a thank you, he drew a picture of Spider-Man. Uh, Watching me on television, and that's framed right behind my computer monitor. I'm looking at it right now. And on top of it are some um, Spider-Man shower curtain rods that came down out of the bachelor pad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had a Spider-Man shower curtain and a Spider-Man shower curtain rod. That's how much of a geek I was. Uh uh what else do they look at in the room? I'm looking around. They know they 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 look at the uh well George you have been in the Spider Shrine. What was the first thing you noticed? The the boxes? Um the 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 weird mix of Spidey and Chucky. <laughs> oh, for those of you I have th- I have three Chucky dolls. For those yes. of you
1: who don't know Brad Douglas is also a huge Chucky fan.
0: I love Chucky. the I'm surprised guy.
1: there isn't a Chucky cast.
0: <laughs> just
1: you know, just th- that Brad does on the side. Um, the yeah. one thing I noticed was the giant wall of long boxes. I mean, all the way up. To, uh, it seemed like it was all, almost all the way up to the ceiling.
0: That's six high. And yeah, I remember
1: and I remember high. thinking, I hope there's never an earthquake because if there is, Brad could easily be trapped under there.
0: Oh, we're on the New Madrid fault, so I'm screwed. <laughs> and um, I remember,
1: yeah. So the first thing you notice is Spider Man and Chucky, because when you think Spider Man, you think Chucky.
0: I've got. I'm looking around. I've got a little Sinatra around here too. But I mean, I it's,
1: it's Spider Man everywhere you can see, and then you know, even on the desk where his computer is, he's got Spider Man stuff, and and then he's got non Spider Man stuff like the little Muppet newsman.
0: Oh yeah, I loved. I, I got, loved the
1: fact that you had that. That, that was pretty cool.
0: I've got a little newsman shrine. I've got reporter Kermit. I've got Kent Brockman from The uh, Simpsons holding a microphone. I've got the Muppet newsman with an anchor desk and a, uh, com- a monitors behind him. And I have next to my newsman Jay Jonah Jameson. Even even when you when you're walking before you get into the
1: room, there's Spider Man stuff outside oh, of yeah. the actual room. There's, Brad's Going got off. posters in there and everything. You know, I remember when I first walked into Brad's house and he and he hugged me and it, I was a little freaked out because he reached out and he pinched my butt. Um, I did, and then we're,
0: we're walking, Walk to Missouri. Show me, you know,
1: and then suddenly, you know, we walk in, and there's, you know, little Ava and everything, and I met Mrs. Crossface, you know, very nice person. She made us cookies. She
4: did, and
1: um, and then Brad's like, you know, then there's this dark stairway.
4: It's not dark, going it's like- down,
1: and and Brad was like, follow me into my man cave, <laughs> and I suddenly I was like, I can't stay long. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, this is going to this look like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, I was scared I was going to be like made into sausage because uh, you don't want to see how that's made. But uh, but no, I mean it was weird because I got there and the and the live caller show was already underway. I think yeah. so. Brad had to stop everything while while I got in there, you know, and the pleasantries were exchanged and everything. And but no, I mean yeah. I, that's 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 what I remember most was the the, the odd mix of Spider Man and Chucky.
0: <laughs> I've added a new Chucky thing uh, to the mix, uh, you know, the little pop figures, mm-hmm. Funko things. I've got a Chucky. Did, did you ever get the the issues of of Hack
1: Slash that had Chucky in them? I did. Okay.
0: I did. I even have the innovation comics from the early 1990s that had Child's Play in them. Mm, okay. Yeah. That's, you know, in all these episodes, 300 plus, we've never ch- talked Chucky. Well, we just uh, did. <laughs> I know that's it took 300 that's the other thing I have I've always loved Chucky. I'm going to share cuz this is similar to the Spider-Man 3 story where Spider-Man smacked a bitch with the with the uh funny movie going experiences if you ha, have anybody on the show have you have you seen the movie Bride of Chucky have you seen oh, this thing? because of yeah, you Brad. I think
1: so because of you yes I went out and I got that that Chucky that complete Chucky yeah. Blu-ray set Hell yeah you did that's a great <laughs> set it is to an extent
4: <laughs>
1: because those movies get progressively worse. For me, well, it, when it starts off and it's got off in there, it's great, and then you, they kill off yeah. off, and then I'm like, well, there goes your franchise. And, and, <laughs> and then it just gets progressively worse after that. But, but well, the first ride of Chucky well, movie, the first one that had Meg Tilly in it and she was, and she right, was right, the right. doll was great. Yes. Okay, it, it it fizzled out like a bad fart, and then came well, after that. of
0: Chucky. Was that Seed yeah, <laughs> of Chucky was the worst of all of them in my opinion.
1: However, the Curse of Chucky. By of Chucky that was a- amazing Spider Man. Too bad.
0: <laughs> now the recent Curse of Chucky is really good. I like that one a lot. Anyway, Bride of Chucky, he he meets his his uh, wife, and there's a sex scene in it, <laughs> and it's done in shadows. And uh, I went with my grandpa. And we're we're in this theater, and we're we're we're. I, uh, well, I, how can I tell the story? Uh, oh my God! There's a there's a large black woman in the back row. It's my grandpa and I and this large woman in the back. And when Chucky starts to get lucky, this woman stands up and yells, "Oh hell no! Oh hell no, no!" <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that was probably my reaction. Actually, that was my reaction too.
0: <laughs> Literally on the floor, practically, just laughing our ass off because you see these two dolls having sex, and this large woman in the back row just yelling at the screen. <laughs> Uh, so, I have very fond memories of Chucky movies. I just, uh, I, I don't know why I like them, but man, what a tangent that was. I've got,
3: I've got to meet this grandfather. I mean, I really do. <laughs> I mean, what, what did he do? I mean, when he, when he took you from your from uh, your mom or whatever, what did he say? I said, "We're going to go out for ice cream," and then it's like, "What you got in the <laughs> car?" He said, "You ready for some porn, boy uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, oh, We're gonna go, I, we're gonna go watch puppet." Oh my god! Yeah,
0: we're gonna, <laughs> I, I get a lot of my humor from my grandfather. And uh, you guys would love, it.
3: but he sounds like he's got a very violent streak in him. I mean,
0: no, he doesn't. He, he,
3: hell of a guy, hell of a guy. <laughs> well, right. as George said, Brad had it coming. <laughs> uh,
1: what did I? And then what did I follow up with that? I don't even. I think know. I called
0: JR goddamn monster. Monster.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. hey, let's go back on topic. We've, we've done the Chucky crawl space. Alright. JR, uh, uh, can you give a quick rundown? Oh, hell, this isn't Spider-Man either. Can you give a quick rundown of what you think about each of the Trek films
3: from motion picture on <laughs> And what do you think is the worst? Because we've Why? never done this before. What? Ever. Oh my God.
0: What's the worst, isn't it, Jr.
3: Well, first, yeah. I mean, he wants to. I'm going to have to do this quick because I could. Sit and, I mean, this could. I could do my own podcast about these. But uh, number one, the motion picture is a paralyzing bore, and always yep. was. Rathecon is a big, overblown, overacted, overdone comic book on the big screen and is just totally awesome. Um, Search for Spock does not deserve the grief. It or, you know, never deserved to be bumped in with the odd movie. Sucks. It's a fairly it's a decent movie, kind of limited by the fact that it had to undo the big event of the previous movie. <laughs> Voyage right. Home was fun at the time, but I don't think it's aged well. Uh, Final Frontier was a potentially awesome idea, totally botched. By oh, Shatner yeah. and Paramount, and horrid special effects. The war, I mean, special effects shouldn't have to sell a movie, but they also shouldn't be so bad they take you out of it. And these were that bad. Undiscovered Country is probably the best one after the Wrath of Khan. But I always thought it. You know, I'm, I'm reading. I always thought it was too small a picture to end such a great franchise on. Because I always envisioned some universe-ending battle where Kirk goes down with the ship. To me, that's that. To me, that should have been the always have been the end of Star Trek. Is James T. Kirk by himself taking the Enterprise, you know, into a one-way trip to save the galaxy or something. Better than oh, what happened to him
1: in Generations. Exactly. Oh, exactly. oh my but, God. shot in the back on a bridge? Yeah. What the hell? I mean, the wrong I,
3: bridge. I, you know, I really thought that's how Star Trek should have ended. I mean, it, with Kirk and the Enterprise, you know, yeah. going down in flames, saving everything. But, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, you know, they didn't have the imagination for that. The battle between the worst <laughs> they, they didn't. I, I, I'm the, shit, I'm right the negative one. No. The,
0: the, yeah, but we all love J.R. Let me go right in negative. Bat, the just,
3: battle dude. for the worst. <laughs> but you see, I'm the cranky old uncle. Everybody expects it of me. Yeah. 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 So yeah.
0: Don't don't leave your kids with J.R. <laughs> uh,
3: the battle between the worst is between motion picture or Final Frontier. And uh, I would not argue with either if that were your assessment. But even though Final Frontier is just plain stupid at mm. times, the motion picture is just a bore.
1: Okay, but yeah. the, but that was not Okay, in its defense, it had Persis Kambata and she was hot. Hmm. As, the, as oh, the bald
2: chick. Okay. Oh yeah, the ball Yeah, what's
1: I'm name? sorry. Oh. That was no, for, number for for number for like five.
0: A, had Michelle Nichols half naked on a hill. For the eight
1: year old me, the bald hot chick was was all something new that I wasn't ready <laughs> for, and I was like, she's bald, but I'm weirdly into it.
4: Yeah. Wow! But the and then suddenly is, I came
1: to grips with my Doctor Zera crush from Planet of the Apes.
3: The, 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 G- G- Doctor Zira is played by. Uh, well, no, I, mean, uh, I was about to say no. That was her name was Ari. Because you were in the Helena Bonham Carter. I had stuff. a huge crush.
1: Jr. remembers this because from yeah. the, <laughs> Were Realm days when the when the when the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movies came out. I mean, I've always thought you know Helena Bonham Carter was cute, but for some reason when they put her in the ape makeup and they gave her that little haircut, the little pixie haircut and the little you know, I had a such a thing for Ari. <laughs> I used to – I remember there were pictures. I used to – I had a picture of her, and I drew a heart over it, and it said, Ari Loves George. I did the same thing, uh, oddly enough, for Kirsten Krupp from Smallville. And, um, in fact, I made that into a TV show. I said that was coming on this fall, was, was <laughs> Lana Loves George.
3: Um, and anyway, yeah, so that brought a whole new meaning to when George would say, I've got to spank my monkey. I was thinking, okay, <laughs> oh, George never said that.
0: <laughs> what George said no, was, I, it's picture, kind of,
1: I, I picture candlelight and us by a fire and picking the, the, you know, the pests off out of one another's hair. Maybe hey
0: you want to peel my banana. All right, uh, real quick, Star Trek related, even though this is the Spider Man <laughs> podcast. Uh, the rumor of Shatner coming back for number three. Uh, what do you think of that, Jr.?
3: I don't know. I really uh, don't.
0: It's the fiftieth anniversary. I know of Star
3: that Trek. that's the thing. You almost have to do something, but I, yeah. I, I, I would, I would like to. I, I would say see Nimoy one. I don't want to see Shatner again. I really don't. I
0: do. I want to see him undo the horrible death that he had in Generations. Please undo that. This is your last chance. Do it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and Brad, if both of your wives were Spider-Man villains, which would they each be regardless this,
1: of... This is interesting. Yeah, this is...
0: What, which would each be, regardless of the villain's gender? Who would my wife be and who would... Regardless of gender? What the hell fun is in that? Other, in
2: other words... In, in other so words, my wife to be like the goblin? In or the other words, if they would have, have... Yeah, they basically would have, what, okay. the personality of the villains
3: or something? Oh,
2: Tread lightly here, Brad. Yeah, you're in hot water, dear boys.
3: <laughs> I was about to say, I can't get any <laughs> more hot water than I already am, so... Yeah. <laughs> Brad's the one... She's scalded. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go first, JR? Because I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, definitely. Well, first of all, if she, I, I, it would be a villain who had the the power to make money disappear because. <laughs> oh.
0: holy crap! But, uh,
3: but if for lovely. existing Spider-Man villains, I would say the Chameleon, because the woman. <laughs> Oh my
0: god.
3: Oh my god. I hear divorce bells in the background. <laughs> because There's who
1: highly
0: divorce bells? Uh, <laughs>
1: There's the JR.
3: Uh, I was oh. about to say I have to be careful cuz my voice carries but uh <laughs> I would I, I I would almost say that
0: um god, that the person
3: I met is not the person I live with. Oh my Definitely god. Definitely the chameleon. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my god. Well,
0: I, I think mine is uh, what most women do to men. <laughs> and Poppa? Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 no. But it's not a Spider-Man villain. Well, that's because, not the question, Brad. That's you have the to question. To it to is the the I don't give a of, shit. Of I'm, I'm answering it What I think my wife is a villain. <laughs> I I'm think sorry, women, Web Sentry. I, I think women confuse men more than anything, and they're, much, they're almost a riddle. So I think mine is the Riddler, because sometimes they say things, and you just don't hear it, and you just can't decipher what they're Wait saying. Wait a minute.
1: Now, when the yeah. Riddler says stuff, people hear it. They're just sometimes not smart enough to put the pieces together.
0: Well, by yeah. God, I'm not the world's greatest detective, sir. I'm not, I th- so because
1: you're not the sharpest crayon in the box, now your wife's got to be a Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> if that's not the day. I'm just. I'm of sorry. I'm just to the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <What are> you... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Holy cow! That was great. I know oh, I
2: love you, Brad.
0: Oh my heavens! Yeah. Oh. oh wow! All right, boys. How do we go from that? Was one of the best questions of all time. <laughs> now that Jr. and I are single. <laughs> yeah, and really, George, really, yeah, you got pretty, one, and pretty much discouraged
2: us single folks to ever uh, get married
1: it, in it, the future. Yeah. If I ever oh, get back to hell. Missouri, and I hope to one day to see to uh. see Jomo.
3: Yeah. <laughs> because you're Uh-oh. not the sharpest Uh-oh. crayon in the box. <laughs> I- <laughs> I- you're always
4: I-
1: with
0: that, that,
3: one. <laughs> oh, my God, listen to Jr. When was the last time you heard J.R. laugh like
1: yeah.
3: that? <laughs> oh, was oh, hilarious. I broke Jr. That is an epic put down.
4: <laughs> but the we next time the I hit be-
3: that, and it would be fine.
4: The next time I be
1: with Mrs. Crawl Space, when Brad's like, hey, you remember my wife? i be like, riddle me this. <laughs> <laughs> riddle me this. tell
4: me
0: that. Take uh, out the trash or not. I don't know. Puzzle to a puzzle, a, puzzle
1: <laughs> a quiz, you a quiz. I'm uh... going to keep you guessing like nobody's business. Hoo, I'm a whiz, and my, oh, my name God. is the Riddler. Did y'all never hear that song <laughs> that Frank Orson did? Oh man! Frank Horsham right. had his own right. had his own riddler I'm, single. Are y'all not from Arizona?
0: Yeah, I just oh, wow. think. Last question from Web Century to George: What direction do you think the up and coming Doctor Strange movie should take? I'm so glad you asked me this question. All right, riddle me that. Web, Web Century. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, you know, I, for those
1: of you who follow comic book movie news, it was announced yesterday that officially Joaquin Phoenix is not going to be Doctor Strange. Um, I'm happy. I am happy about this too. Now, that does not mean that I think Joaquin Phoenix is a bad actor. I think he's a good actor who has a strange life, but Mm -hmm. he he himself is a good actor. He is talented. He is wrong for Doctor Strange. He is completely wrong for Doctor Strange.
0: Don Draper is – I still have my hopes
1: that Missouri's own John Hamm will somehow be – because his name was bandied about at one point – will still be able to play the character. Joaquin Phoenix is a big thing. Was that he didn't want to be? He didn't want to have to act through most of the movie in front of a green screen, mm-hmm. and uh, and I can respect that. But I, I'm like, we dodged a bullet here. But now it makes me nervous because if that's who they were looking at, I'm like, well, who else are you looking at? Because you need to go back to looking at John Hamm.
0: What was the other actor? The uh, Ethan Hawke? Is that who are no, they were looking it was at? No,
2: Patrick Dempsey. They've gone
1: through I like Patrick. At,
0: I thought
2: one of the rumors was they were looking at Johnny Depp.
1: They
0: were Dad, looking at Johnny Depp. Hawk, I thought too. They
1: were looking at, uh, or Patrick Dempsey was looking at himself. They were looking at Johnny Depp. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey just looks like uh, no, he does not. He does not look anything like Doctor Strange. Brad, you shut your mouth. You shut your goddamn mouth right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you don't crayon.
0: I'm with another riddle and detective crayon insult. I mean, other uh,
1: other names that were discussed were John Ham, Missouri's own John Ham, who Brad and I both want.
0: That's my number one. If you've one. watched Madman, this oh, this
1: this guy can do it. This is this is the yep. guy to do it. Um, and uh, Jared Leto, and so those are the names that are that have been bandied about before. And now we know that Joaquin Phoenix is not it. What we also know, um, and this isn't official. This is you know people talking off the record about you know the way the direction Marvel is going. Is they're not going to do an origin story. I'm glad. Is that yeah. when when the doc? Yes, I think that is the way to go is that when the story starts off, he will already be established as the Sorcerer Supreme. And I'm, I'm all in favor with that. I want Dr. Strange because these, these Marvel movies keep keep upping the ante. Yeah. I mean, they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and the threats keep getting like larger and larger. You need somebody who's going to be able to kick ass from day one and not have to learn the ropes. Well, I'm a rookie now. What's going on? They need somebody who's going to just walk in and, and shut the room down. Yeah. You know, and lay the cosmic hammer down, and that's that's and I think that they're that that's the right direction to go with Doctor Strange.
0: Jolly Jovial Jonah from the Justice League Watchtower has a question for everybody. What are your thoughts on the edge of the Spider-Verse so far? We kind of discussed this on a previous show, uh The Noir George thought was so so. I would agree the we like we all liked the Gwen Stacy one, the second one. I didn't really care for the the robot one on number three. Oh
2: yeah, three was kind of uh, the
0: art was great. Yeah, I mean three
2: was kind of it was, the problem with uh, with three is that it kind of like there was very exposition heavy. Although I did like the uh, when they tried to did the callback to the old uh, Marvel cards. Well, do, that was good. that was, was that was that was pretty cool. Sweet. It wasn't a Peter Parker either. Well, no, was it was almost like it all. It was kind of almost kind of the thing is it starts off. It looks like it was almost kind of really reminiscent of like a, it was like he took a Japanese manga story and then yeah. retranslated it into a Western superhero comic. But then it got turned into sort of like this cautionary Twilight Zone-esque kind of thing at the right. end. Yeah. And then of course, then I don't know if you picked up the fourth one yet. No, I haven't read the, the fourth, fourth one The fourth one is one's kind one's of almost of a Tales of the Crypt version of Peter Parker's Spider-Man origin. And it's yeah. actually, it's it's essentially, it's pretty, it gets, I mean, it's kind of has a very dark kind of humor involved with it a little bit. I mean, it gets yeah. really kind of, it's again, it, it just think, again, think Tales of the Crypt. And you know how that kind of stuff, if you've ever seen like that kind of T V old TV. It's like a modern Twilight Zone. Yeah, eventually. I mean it's just basically um
0: but it's essentially it's a subversion of the Peter <laughs> Parker origin story.
2: Essentially right.
0: his other question, uh, what D C titles are you guys picking up? All the Bat books. For I can me. I can count them on one hand and have five fingers to spare. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're the only hope. I know JR's not picking um, up any I've
2: been I've actually been following uh, mostly Batman. Um, yeah. I've kind of been occasionally looking at Eternal the Batman eternal avenue
0: you've been have you been picking up that one yeah i, I, I bought all those yeah the, and then there's hot and cold in it what it's hot and cold yeah
2: cuz i mean you're cuz you're dealing with different uh different writers and artists on that thing you,
0: you like, get some really good ones and then you get a lot of filler, filler. Yeah. yeah um yeah. i was it's sort,
2: it's sort awesome. of wa- and i was sort of following um futures end
0: that one no, I'm not reading
2: that what no i'm not reading that yeah at all. well there there's some <clears throat> well apparently there's doing some i guess it's now they're Gearing up for something happening there, because if you were following superman uh doomed storyline i 'm sure if Michael Bailey was here, he'd probably tell us a little bit more about it but but yeah they're they're kind of gearing it looks like they're gearing up for potentially something big with brainiac like for next year, like another kind of semi kind of crisis. That'll have a thousand
1: parts and drag on for 12 months. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah. next year is actually supposed to be the anniversary of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah.
0: By the way, Jolly Jovial has one of my favorite covers of Superior Foes where they're, the flippage of the characters yeah, is being, all flipping everything on. Yeah. yeah. I love the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question. If you've seen it, don't give me spoilers because I've not seen Except one episode, but he wants to know our thoughts on Agents of Shield season two and Gotham. What, what have you only
2: seen one episode of?
0: Uh, I only saw the pilot of Gotham and I loved it. I, have, I, I haven't surprised seen about the how sec- much I liked it.
2: Yeah, yeah, Gotham was actually pretty. It was actually pretty decent. I've also seen the second episode of it too. And um of them now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Agents of Shield season
1: two is it good? Um, Agent. Yeah, oh. I enjoyed the the, okay. the premiere. It it had a weird twist at the end, which I thought was sad.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh,
1: Jesus Christ, man. <laughs>
2: that's, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, it's um, – yeah, I'm sure they're going to build that up a little bit. But, yeah, it's one of those things.
0: Of, like, I, Gotham, I'm really excited right out of the gate. I tell you, I, I really liked
1: Gotham. Uh, you know, because you know me. I mean, I was mocking the thing for from the get-go. It was like, how come we can't have – you know, Spider-Man has to be a kid and everybody else gets to be a grown-up. Mm-hmm. But um, it, had that, some, it had some rough dialogue. There's some rough writing, like, like the part where uh, – in the pilot. Um, mm-hmm. This won't spoil it, Brad, because you've already seen it, yeah. where where you first meet the Riddler.
2: Oh, and, yeah. And you
1: have Bullock yeah. talking to him, and Bullock's like, oh, hey, you, the Riddle guy. And I'm like, stop.
2: Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Let it
1: happen on its own.
2: Stop. I kind of was I was kind of that way when they introduced uh, <coughs> Ivy, the little mm-hmm. girl who was supposed to be Poison Ivy. I mean, but There's the guy. not Ivy, yeah. Yeah, I know. But the guy who, uh, I forgot the <coughs> actor's name, the one who's playing the uh, Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. Yeah, he's creepy.
0: Oh, yeah, that's good. That's he's great. Great. I mean and that's
1: Al- he's creepy. Alfred's kind of a dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: um, and uh, I did not expect for for Jada Pinkett to be as
2: awesome as, as she is. And, mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: she,
0: yeah. But I mean, is that, is that character normally a woman? I've no, that's that. a new. That's an original yeah. character
2: for the show. Oh, it's an original character. I didn't. Know yeah. yeah. I mean, so <laughs> Fish Mooney is actually a brand new, a, entirely new character. Truthfully, created for the show. And, and the, the guy playing certain... Bullock is awesome. That Don, mm-hmm. Donald, he's yeah, Donald Logue. Yeah, but I mean, I was just saying that the guy, but the guy playing, but the guy playing the younger Penguin. I mean, I think that's a that to me is the most compelling storyline of the whole thing about his. Yeah. I love. I mean, it. I'm really wanting to know where out, I want to see how that plays out. A Brad, there's bit, a cameo. There's a cameo in
1: episode two involving the Penguin uh, that you're going to get. A, you're going to get a big kick out of. Oh cool! Mm-hmm.
0: Let's keep plowing, gang. Uh, Sir Jigglot, how you? Sir Gigalot, howdy folks, thank you for recommending Spider-Man 2099 on a recent podcast. You're welcome. Now that the vastly underrated Superior Foes is done and dusted, I've never heard that phrase, reading 2099 really makes it feel there is one legit Spider-Man book still going. The way Peter David writes Miguel truly does make it feel like he could be a cipher for the pre-One More Day Peter Parker. Thanks especially to Brad and George for uh, picking up that book. You're you're welcome. I I love Peter David and I love 2099. It is the best Spider-Man title right now. As for my question, did any of you think there might have been a chance going into Original Sin and its Spider-Man tie-in that Pete being exposed to the Watcher's eye would reveal the Mephisto deal instead of the lame Silk Morland secret we ended up getting.
1: Uh, if if the original if the purpose of original sin was to reveal dark secrets, yes, that's what should have been <laughs> revealed. Of course, that would <laughs> have been convenient. However, instead, the dark secret we learned was, hey, there's this chick who you've never met that wants to bone you. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. You know, who, who's, yeah.
1: You
0: know what? What the original sin made me think of is that is just another possible way that they could undo this this. Uh, one more day. Yeah. There's a way that you can do it, and that's one potential way that you, know. you the 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 other one could have been
2: and this was my own little idea if I if I was, you know, if I wanted to do an original sin for Spider Man. Um, although this I'm sure you guys will probably be really thrilled about it, especially George, they pull an amazing Spider Man two deleted scene at the graveyard deal where they reveal that not only Peter Parker's father is alive, but he's actually the chameleon. And he has been since day one, and that that, that the whole thing with the with chameleon saying that he was Sergey or whatever his name is that that was just another would be just another personality, and so basically Richard Parker would have been brain, has been brainwashed this whole time and, and everything like this. That was, that's how if I was going that's how I would play that angle there. Hmm.
0: Herman Schultz uh, location not in the bank vault. Uh, to George, which three Spider-Man villains would you say have the best track record of fighting him to a standstill? So kind of a Fight Club Um tail. <laughs> uh, Doc because Rock says,
3: so "Awesome. He only needs the tail to beat Spider-Man." You're goddamn right.
2: <laughs> uh, um, well, can not the lizard do the same thing?
1: No, no. shut your mouth. Stegron's <laughs> um, tail has spikes. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, because oh, he's a, a, it's, it's a It's a Got dinosaur it. okay. tail. Okay. Yeah. All right, so let's stop all man. this. Let's stop all this heresy right now, <laughs> uh, before I start flipping some some goddamn tables. <laughs> all right, now Stegrun's tail, um, Doctor Octopus. Not only had you know w- w- we're talking to a standstill. He's beaten him a few times before.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, Here's and big uh,
0: uh, number issue number three. And also, yeah.
1: also, and this may surprise some of you folks, Hobgoblin, Roderick Kingsley. Oh, yeah. Roderick Kingsley throughout the 80s, throughout the the early and mid-80s, I I don't know if anybody's had that many getaways from Spider-Man over a prolonged period of time.
0: Yeah, he keeps getting away. Uh, He
1: always keeps getting away, whether or not it's him doing something that buys him time to escape or whether – after he's usually found a way to cancel out um, Spider-Man's Spider-Sense or if it's setting up somebody else to take a fall. I mean that dude was a
2: master at not getting (laughs) caught. The other, yeah, the thing is, if I if, if we realize this, he's never actually been sent to prison, has he? Yeah, he has. Oh, he has. Um, was
1: that? Wasn't Jr. wasn't he in prison when the um, at the end of Hobgoblin lives? Yeah. yeah, at the end of Hobgoblin lives, he went. Oh, I thought he escaped mm-hmm. of that thing. Or I, mean, I think thinking probably thinking of another.
2: Well, well Norman was brought him afterwards. Yeah, he no, got. No. It. Oh, okay. Then you okay, had what, goblins right. at the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was just missing I thought the two I thought that was the same thing where he after where he goes to that tropical island or something. I thought that was part of Hobgoblin. Here's the
1: thing. I mean, think about that. Let that let that sit in your noggin for a minute. Kingsley first debuted what year? Jr. eighty two, eighty three. About eighty three. Yeah. He's only Spider-Man's only sent him to jail once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this dude once in thirty years. This yeah. guy's got his number. <laughs>
0: you know. Uh, Herman also asked to JR outside of the comics what would you say has been your favorite portrayal of Norman in other media.
3: Well, the problem is there isn't I don't know if we, I think I think we've had this question before but yeah. there's not much to choose from. I mean there really isn't. I mean it's uh, he wasn't in the 60s cartoon, he wasn't in the 70s TV show. He only made scan appearance in like the 80s cartoon in Spider-Man and Friends. Uh the voice in the 90s cartoon of the Goblin I didn't like. I mean, I I liked Norman's voice. Norman's voice was okay, but uh, the Goblin's voice I didn't care for. Uh, Chris Cooper had one scene. Uh, So, I mean, really, by by default, it's Defoe. It's it's not the
1: guy that played him in the musical?
3: (laughs) You know, I would have liked to have seen Patrick Page. Because Patrick Page is a very, very res- well respected actor, and of course he gets to go home and bang, bang Page. But yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I, I would like to have seen, but I, I saw, I saw somebody else. I didn't see Patrick Page, but I, I would like to have seen Patrick Page.
1: Hey, I, I watched that. Well, did you ever see that video, Jr. before it got yanked? That me and Brad shared around a couple of times uh, on Letterman. Yeah, yeah. I
3: was, oh, thinking, well, I was thinking of the mm-hmm. other video mm-hmm. you guys were sharing, but uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Now that's in the cloud. <laughs> no one will ever Kate, get that. Kane
0: Upton is watching it right now. <laughs> is this
3: the, all the freaks are in New York tonight or whatever? Yeah, yeah
0: that's one. All the
1: freaks. <laughs> now I hated that. The... I hated the interpretation of the Goblin. But I'm sorry, that was a
3: catchy ass song.
0: It, it was. I'll give me that. I'll give me that. Uh, lockdown, our buddy Ryan from Illinois, who is selling a bunch of stuff on the front page to help pay the bills for him. So go check that out. Anyway, his question is to me, I was watching over your segment on kids with old technology from your day job, and I had to ask... What Spider-Man back issues would you give to a kid to see how they would react to it? I actually gave my nephew a copy of the old 90s uh, Ben Reilly Penisher team-up, and the reaction was, why is Spider-Man wearing a different costume? I told him it was a clone. His response, what was Marvel on? (laughs) I I, uh, (laughs) It was the 90s, enough said. I think it would be interesting to see how kids, say 7 or 8, would react to Ditko Spider-Man from the 60s do can they handle all these panels can they handle <clears throat> the older references can they handle the comic essentially 50 years old can they enjoy it as much as we did
2: hmm.
1: okay
0: might yeah, mean, it,
2: it does be an interesting question i mean what else, yeah. i know
1: the, the the kids that i've given stuff to i've given them stuff primarily from the 80s and, and they don't they yeah. don't miss a beat with it it's it, it's easy enough for them to pick up
2: I know. I know when uh, when I was when my uh, one of my nieces and nephews and stuff they were looking through my digital collection of um, Spider Man comics which I have on a on a DVD. I was hoping like you
1: were going to say Spider Man comics and not tasteful nudes. No, 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 no. They were actually. They,
2: they were. There was a point where they were. There, yeah, there was a point where they were going to click on. Yeah, there was a point where they were going to click on uh, since past. And I'm like, yeah. "Oh, you you don't want to read
0: that one." So I kind we're of like maybe we
2: skip this one.
0: Yeah, let's let's yeah. skip this story here. We'll just yeah. uh, compare it to compare it to another medium. What do kids that are 7 or 8 think of I Love Lucy and Andy Griffith? Oh. They're yeah. they're I mean, black and they're black and white, granted, well, Brad, Hang on a minute now.
1: Yeah. How did you feel when you were 7 or 8 and you watched them?
0: Well, I loved I Love Lucy and Andy Griffith. I still good love it. I, good comedy is good comedy. But I don't have as many when I was seven or eight. I didn't have as many choices, you know, as these kids day, today. Do. It's funny.
1: It's funny you you bring that up because I'm a huge Munsters fan. I'm a colossal yeah. Monsters fan. People I don't know about me.
0: By the way, it's the Amazon uh, Gold <coughs> Box deal today. I am um, the complete box set. I, I've always been
1: a huge Monster fan. When I was a kid, I had a huge crush on Avon de Carlo. Yeah, and. Um, I, I was looking at some Munster stuff on the internet. This was a few years back, and I found a really awesome Munster site that, I mean, was just chock full of Munster stuff and old ads and old promo photos that they had done, like color pictures of the cast and everything. She yeah. she had uh, stuff up there that was like the original pilot that they'd shot with a different Lily. And, in fact, it wasn't even Lily. Her name was Phoebe.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean, she had all this stuff, and it turned out this girl was really young. I finally like. I looked at all the stuff, and, and I think she had like a little about me thing, and she was like, I think she was in high school, and I was like, Oh my god! And, you know, I was, I, I, that made me proud. I was like, I'm, I'm glad there's like a new generation, cool. taking over and getting this in, involved and 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 you know showing this much love for it. I, I was really happy. So
0: I mean, I just, uh, I guess my theory is the 2014. Seven or eight year olds has, have a different attention span than the 1980s seven or eight year old Brad from I don't know. No, I can see your point there. Yeah, because I mean, Jr. You have a how old Spencer? He just he's
3: thirteen now.
0: Does he watch I Love Lucy or Andy Griffith or shows fifty years ago? Well, like Spider Man's a fifty year old comic.
3: But well, <clears throat> first of all, I don't think that uh, any of the cable channels that we have uh, show run yeah. those. You know, we don't have uh, my, t- uh, I don't know, we, uh, we, have, we do have TV land, but no, he doesn't. He,
0: That's 90s shows anymore. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I,
3: I, I, I don't know that he's ever had the chance to watch any of them.
0: Hey, but, Jr. remember you were telling us last time
1: around, uh, last month, that you took him to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and he got into the 70s soundtrack.
3: Yes, exactly. Oh, well, yeah. There. But yeah, I, I think that echoes George's thing. Uh, good stuff is good stuff. Right. That's, uh, and, and, you know, a year or two ago, I bought him, uh, like, one of those ba- or, uh, Batman treasury editions, kind of, not treasury, but, you know, like, the real, real old Batman stories. You know, they reprinted about a dozen of them from, like, the late 30s, early 40s. He ate that up.
1: Well, you know, another thing kids like, and I was shocked to find this out, but they like 80s music.
3: Hmm. Mm-hmm. They
1: really do like 80s music. And I, one of my friends asked me, said, so, what do you think that is? And I said, because it's Happier. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know that's cool. Uh, we got a
0: Stegron question. Goddamn right, we do. For Michael now, <laughs> uh, George being a Stegron fan, a Swarm fan, if the Superior Foes team launched swarming Stegron, <laughs> would you buy it in a moment? And what kind of crazy plots do you think Spencer and Lieberman would do?
1: Uh, I can't anticipate what Spencer and Lieber would do because they're d- They're just so madcap; it's hard to try to figure out where they're going next. Um, I would buy it. I mean, I would absolutely. Oh yeah. If you did, some people don't know this, but what was it, Brad? It was around Christmas or back in December when we first started doing. Right when we when we did the Swarm Fight Club, which was the first Fight Club. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I actually bought Stegron and Swarm Figures online and was going to do like Toy Fair stuff with them for the website
0: <laughs> where it was going to be
1: like the adventures of uh, – I
0: think you and I were on the internet at the same time we were talking, and, and you we went to eBay, and you looked them up, and you bought them almost I – mean, And they were, were pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. And They're 90s yeah. Toy Biz Figures. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, and I was going to do like a recurring thing with them on the front. But, but part of the problem is is I don't have enough stuff to go with it. So, I mean, like them standing next to my blender, I don't know how, how compelling that's going to be, you know? Or them sitting next to the package of Oscar Mayer hot dogs in the fridge, I, you know? And, uh, Eat
0: the wiener, Spider-Man, all oh, that So So there
1: were problems. I, I ran into problems with that idea. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, I, I would I would totally buy that, especially if they were like in some kind of buddy movie kind of theme, you know? Like, or like uh, the old uh, Road to, you know, movies with Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. Uh,
0: which one's Bob Hope, which one's Bing Crosby?
1: You know... Well, Bob Hope is Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. No, no,
0: no Stegron
1: is Bob Hope. Oh, no, Stegron is totally Bob Hope.
0: <laughs> Stegron is totally Bob Hope. and Swarm is Bing Crosby. And there's Bing a lot of
1: slapstick with the tail going on. And Swarm <laughs> is more of the smooth Bing Crosby uh, crooner type. God
0: bless
1: America. And I I would buy that in a minute. I, I really would. I know you would. Oh, my God, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be on it like white on rice.
0: J.R., since you're the spider history expert, I was wondering if you've ever had a copy of the Spider Man versus Lies mini from the early nineties. <laughs> I did a review on, and if you did, did you feel it was a major after school special as I did? I don't remember Spider Man versus Lies.
3: Well, <clears throat> lockdown, I am going to show you just what an spider history expert I am. Nice. I don't have a goddamn clue what you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, um, I, I, I was it. There was like four issues where they were like PSA comics, and McFarlane did a cover on one of them. I'm thinking if that's one of them that he's talking about, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. It's, it's Spider-Man versus lies. Google search. I got nothing.
3: Well, I, you know, so to I, me, it's like what? What does Spider-Man do? You know, say what does he do? Say, kids always tell the truth.
0: Yeah, is that well, it? Spider-Man Lies. Uh, Still a nerd, you gave Learning to Crawl some great in-depth reviews, and I have to ask if Kurt Busiek would have weaved a tale about the cast of the LTC, Learning to Crawl, in his classic untold tales of Spider-Man. What would he have done differently, and what do you think he would not have touched with a 10-foot web line? Hmm.
2: Well, a little bit for a little preface here. I mean, obviously I can't get into the mind of Kurt Busiek, uh, but I do kind of believe, like if I were to... Speculate. I would think that he would do something a little bit maybe with the AV club because having a peer group of, of uh, kind of Peter having a peer group of kind of fellow geeks and nerds or something, I think I could kind of totally see see uh, music kind of do something with that if, you know, um, and sort of, you know, uh, what he probably would have definitely done differently, I don't think he wouldn't have had this big, huge emphasis on Flash. Um, and especially, he wouldn't have. I don't think he would have made Clash the guy who gave in fighting his first humiliating defeat, as opposed to say, Dr. Rockletons. I mean, I just think that. The, um, I just that's kind of the main. I think those are the two things that I think, I think that come to mind. What he would do with the, with that series if uh, if he was doing if if it Wave was was doing untold uh, tales again, which in some ways a. I think in some ways I think it's probably in with Don's Told Tales. He kinda did what, you know, he needed to do there and it didn't nip you know but, yeah, but
0: I uh cannot find Spider Man versus Lies. I can't either. Any, I did a Google on as Any well. Google search I don't remember any nineties uh, miniseries that you're talking about, Ryan. Web it makes lies? me think of the Fleetwood Max. Oh wait a minute, was it Spider Man Web of Lies?
2: Oh no, that's a fan fiction, excuse me.
4: The
0: fan fiction called that. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) He's read every damn thing. All right.